Hello, and welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I believe everyone should be living the life of their dreams. This show is going to be a weekly dose of magic to help guide you to living your best life. When you feel good, then success in all areas of your life is easy to achieve. I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. This show will be full of personal development stories and skills to help you take your life to the next level. My guests will be health and wellness experts and amazing spiritual beings, as well as everyday people with stories and lessons to help guide you through the ups and downs and help you get one step closer to living the life of your dreams. I want this podcast to be real and unpolished, full of honesty to show the realness of life. Here's to living your best life with gratitude and love. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and today is Janet Finneman. Janet and I are doing our Coach's Corner, and it is the beginning of the month, right? We drop our episode the beginning of so it's a new month. So welcome, welcome, Janet. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So as I was just saying, it's a new month, and not only is it a new month, but it's November, yeah is that crazy it's crazy craziest year ever oh I don't even uh my family isn't local and we've been discussing you know Thanksgiving and I'm supposed to go to Nashville to my sisters and I booked a flight but I'm like "Ah, I don't know you know if I have to cancel I have to cancel that's how how I've been like um yep Whatever's meant to be, whatever's going to work out, it'll work out. If I'm at home by myself on Thanksgiving, I'm at home by myself on Thanksgiving. You have to keep planning and living, you know what I mean? Like you can get the trip insurance or same thing we were talking about, maybe flying at Christmas. And But if you don't plan it, then it won't happen. And so you got to keep living. Right. And I totally wasn't expecting to talk about that. It just, no, it's, right. <laughs> so, so, you know, what Janet and I are doing on these Tuesdays is we were taking questions and we were having amazing questions. And then I just started like using what I was getting from my tribe that week and then kind of unpacking that as we went into our Tuesday coaches corner. And, you know, when I said, oh my gosh, it's November, then that hit Thanksgiving and Christmas and, And with this pandemic, it is kind of scary. Like, do I plan something or do I not? So I'm glad that you said, yeah, plan it. Yeah. I mean, you have to do what's right, but you have to plan. I mean, we don't know how long this is going to go on and life continues. And so, you know, take the precautions, know your own risks, do the the trip insurance, you know what I mean? like, Like all of those things, but you have to, life goes on, you know, and we can't, even just, you know, with Halloween coming, like things, life is going on. You have to kind of, kind of keep life as normal as possible. Right. Yeah. You know, like we're here in Florida and I know, you know that I don't really watch the news. (laughs) (laughs) I try to stay informed and I feel like the COVID numbers are on the rise. That's what I keep hearing on the rise, on the rise, on the rise. Don't travel for the holidays. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I'll catch myself getting in my head. Yeah. And and then I'm like, nope, I am protected. I'm safe. 
I take all my supplements. I nurture my body. I nurture my mind. I nurture my soul. I nurture it all. I wash my hands. I wear the mask. I do everything you're supposed to do. So I have to try to step out of that fear mindset Mm -hmm. and not let it hold me back. Yeah, it's really hard. I remember there was like a meme early on sort of about like for somebody with OCD who's like, you know, you've learned to say to yourself, you know, don't overwash your hands, don't panic. And then the government is telling you, wash your hands all day, panic. Where, you know, and it's kind right. of, there is no answer, right? There's no line. It is case by case and family by family and person by person. And you have to, you know what I mean? You have to know your own risk and you have to know the numbers in your own state. And you have to listen to your government and your, you know, state government and your doctors and your intuition and know your own your own willingness to practice safety and your own tolerance to risk and your own health. You know, if if you're in a high risk group, you're going to have, or somebody in your immediate family is, you're going to have a different risk factor and different decisions than somebody who isn't. And then whatever you do, if you just do the, you take the precautions to not spread it to other people, wash your hands, wear the mask, stay distant and, you know, as much as possible, live life as much as possible. Hmm. And you know me, you guys, Janet has been my therapist for <laughs> almost 10, well, probably like nine years. Not, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I actively don't have to see her anymore. She's now my friend. Yeah. <laughs> but if I need, if I need a session and I need to pay her, I go in and I, and I do the thing. <laughs> uh, but I suffered from anxiety and fear of going out and being in public before all of this. And I know that I've said to you before, like, oh my gosh, Janet, what if that all comes back to me again? And I don't want to leave my house. and I don't want to leave my surroundings and I don't want to leave my little community. And, you know, you kind of snapped me back into reality, but it has been Weird, you know, weird sure. because I'm back at that being at home all the time person. Right. And not out of anxiety, you know. Right. Where before right. it was just my anxiety and panic and, and lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's a frustration to me because I feel like there is a lost opportunity in all of this from the standpoint of mental health that this pandemic could have really brought up just really great conversations about mental health and about what strengthens mental health and what weakens mental health and what we can be doing. And that the fact is that if you have been quarantined for an extended period of time, that every single person is going to have anxiety first adjusting to the quarantine and then anxiety adjusting out of the quarantine and how to be able to, to normalize that, that that's normal to recognize that's what that is. The not, you know what I mean? That not wanting to go back, which might, you know, it might feel like maybe I just hate my job now, or maybe I hate people now, or maybe I hate my neighbors now, or maybe I hate my spouse now. And maybe that's true, but maybe it's anxiety too. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anxiety doesn't always come in as like trouble breathing or the way, whatever we think about, maybe it's headaches or stomach aches, you know, maybe. And that's what I, how I used to be it was my stomach. It was right. all intestinal. Right. And now I, you know, I have my tool belt. <laughs> so I go <laughs> right into, you know, I'm going to go meditate. I'm going to, you know, 
prepare myself, my mind. Right. I know that I'm protected. I'm guarded. I, I protect myself mentally. I put myself in my spiritual bubble and, yeah. you know, I do all of that. And, you know, so this episode is actually coming out, Janet. I know you and I discussed it on election day. Oh. So, <laughs> so to the whole anxiety, not wanting to leave the house and <laughs> the mental health right. and all of that kind of, I was like, Oh, what a perfect right. segue. Because right. a couple weeks ago, your friend, which is how I met her, Lisa, we did an episode on suicide awareness and suicide yeah. and the whole premise of really it was so good. Was to be kind to others. Yeah. And then last week I did a podcast with a friend of mine who wrote a book on grief. And it was her son had committed suicide many years ago, and she wrote a book on the stages of grief, and it was basically be kind. Be kind, be kind, be kind, be kind. I just hear it. I hear it. I hear it. It's coming at me everywhere. And that's what I always say. Can't we all just hold hands and get along? So this, <laughs> this, this episode will be coming out on, I don't know, maybe this most stressful day for all Americans next Tuesday. All Americans. For me, I'm like, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Right. For all Americans and even worldwide. I, you know, a lot of the people that I know out of the country, everybody's eyes are on us. Right now, this is a really, I mean, this is a historic year, a historic event, a historic election. And no matter what side you're on, everybody is feeling anxiety. And I think to some degree, fear. And I think to some degree, hate. And we are, you know, we are, we feel, I think, I think in the positive of it is that there's much more civic action. People are involving themselves much more in the government how the government works and in the process. And so I think that that's good. But the way that it's coming out, I think probably fueled by social media is that the uh, whatever the other side is for whoever you are, you know, they are horrible, terrible people. You know, it's not that, well, this is how we think money should be spent. And this is how we think it is that they are like, I mean, terrible people who are wanting to make changes in the government that are going to destroy our democracy and make it difficult for us to survive. And I think this has become so, I mean, you know, you could talk to people who have never before been political in any way, and everybody has such incredibly strong, strong feelings about it. And so regardless of what happens... It typically comes up in every conversation that you have. Yeah, right. Lately, yeah. Right. I know. No, I know. Even, I mean, a lot of my therapy sessions end up about this these days, you know. So, however the election turns out and however long it takes for us to get there, somehow we have to figure out a way to not be so divided. And... My strength is not necessarily in a political level or organizing level. I'm not a hugely political person. I'm not. Right. But this is my strength, right, is one at a time being able to look at what personal and individual changes can you make that can just make a difference in the world. And I remember... In my early 20s, when I lived um, in New York City, and you know, I would travel, you know, just around people all the time and on the subway and everything. And it's very easy to be like, especially when you're an introvert like me, it's very easy to get very negative about people and just like look at everybody and think that they're dangerous and that you hate them. You know, it's very easy. Right. To get there. Yeah. I remember, 
right? And I remember listening to Marianne Williamson and Louise Hay at the time and everything. I can't remember which one of them or both of them suggested, but they suggested when you go onto the subway train, sit down and just go person to person, just without saying anything and just say, you know, the light in me salutes the light in you. And just person to person, silently, don't, you don't have to make eye contact. You don't have to like invite them into your energy, right? You, just, you don't say the light. Right. To silently send the energy out as a force. And it's such a great environment to practice that in because you can absolutely feel the difference when, when you're in a car and you're just train car and you're just feeling trapped and, you know, disgusted and aggravated to feeling safe and love and hopeful. And you can feel the difference in the environment of the car because it's the environment of your, in your mind. And that's ultimately the only thing that we can control are the thoughts that we think the behaviors that we have, which impact the feelings that we have. And that if each one of us on election day or from now to election day or every day started our day out by saying, okay, let me think of where I'm going today and let me just send love before, you know, when I thinking about that meeting at work or at my kid's school or at the neighborhood association, instead of going into, Oh my gosh, that person's going to be there. or Oh, they're so boring. Or, Oh, this is going to happen. Or, Oh, I don't want to do it to say, okay, I'm going to picture this going well. I'm going to send, you know, love. I'm going to set the intention for the meeting that it is going to go well for the benefit of everybody in that group. And, imagine how different our day would go and I know for me that my day goes differently when I do that you're not stressing about it yeah yeah like the other I was going to a a function the uh, last week and somebody who was going was like oh I just dread going I know it's going to turn political and And I said no and I said I'll be there Ah, right (laughs) with rainbows and butterflies I said but if it does go that way then you just say, let, can we please, I respect you and I love and I cherish our friendship. Can we please not discuss politics? And right. that's totally fine to say. It's right. setting boundaries. And, and, you know, when you were saying to go in to it, you know, with love and kindness and light and cheery, that <laughs> to also cut it when you get home or you get in your car and you've been around that negativity, kind of cleanse it, cut it, you know, in my pranic heel, like, you know, we clap our hands to make it go away. We cut, 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 cut it away. And I had some negativity thrown at me the other night. And I was just like, whoa, like, where did that come from? And I know it was a lot, you know, drinking involved, but I was like, (laughs) I don't like that at all. So I was like walking into my garage and I was like, cut, 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 cut that off. I don't want it to stay with me. Yeah, I I like that. A lot of people carry it with them you know like you're you get into a political debate or whatever it is at work at the store you see somebody you know acting a fool with whoever you know (laughs) they are yeah and then you come home and you're like oh but you just gotta cut it cut it lift it I like that let it go Mm -hmm. yeah you know I was saying to you too back on the pranic healing I did a meditation with master Stephen Coe the other day and I was telling you about it and it was 
he, I mean, there's people all over the world that are on this call. And he said, <laughs> the United States really needs this now, you know, because we will, you know, you can do pranic healing and meditation where, you know, to, for hurricanes or disasters or the fires or whatever. And it was for the United States for loving kindness and compassion to all everyone in the political corner we right now, that. right? Like to try and have compassion for Every yeah. single person, whether you're for them or against them, they are yeah. human beings. Right. Try to find love and kindness right. as a human being. Yeah. And so I was yeah. looking at my calendar. So I have a, a pranic healing calendar and each day I flip it over and it has a different meaning or different saying for that day. And today, as we are recording it, it is about loving kindness. And I was like, oh my gosh, it actually says that persons are entitled to their own opinions, no matter how ridiculous it is. So we may think that their opinions are ridiculous, but to them, they're not. And it says, but they do not have the right to force their views onto other people. Right. Right. And that's where your boundaries would come in. Right. Right. And it's okay to say, I don't want to talk about that. Right. It's okay to say, I love and respect you. Yeah. Right. Just to remove, you know, to end the conversation, to remove yourself from the room, to change the subject. Right. You have, you know, you have control. And I think if if everybody just could be maybe a little bit more mindful of their own awareness, their own emotional state, their own energy, and be kind of a little bit more responsible for the energy that they're bringing into their offices and their schools and their families things go much better when you have people who are kind of trying to be aware of that versus just kind of unconscious to that and just kind of reacting everywhere and just say, okay, well, I have the power to change how this interaction goes just by changing my intent, just by changing my energy in in the situation. I don't have to change my opinion about you. I don't have to agree or disagree with you. I don't have to make you change your opinion. I could just change my energy. And I know You know, I know for me, whenever I go into a difficult situation like that, where I'm feeling like it's going to be contentious, like a family situation or something like that, if I consciously go in with the intention that we're going to come to an agreement at the end and that things are going to go smoothly, it does, right? Because my energy is different. So then their energy has to be different because they're responding differently to mine but right you have to go when you walk in right walk in already guarded like oh you're just you you your energy like energy attracts like energy (laughs) right absolutely right and if you come in guarded then you know they're going to read that as defensive you know versus if you come in loving and understanding and open then they calm down you know their nervous system calms down and now you can finally have a higher level conversation rather than one where you're just triggered back and forth out of that sort of fear-based hypervigilance. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Janet, I'm going to take it. I'm going to, I'm going to take a listen on this one for myself. This is quite a true question for me that just popped in. So I'm not a big news person. I have, uh, I fear distance. It was controlling me. Anybody that watches the news for any length of time is not in a good mood. You've never watched yeah. the news for 30 minutes and went, Woo! It's terrible. Yeah. I can't wait to you know, no, go right. and do this. Yeah. You're <laughs> angry and you're, but I know as many of us are going to be attached to the news next Tuesday. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> so I guess, well, help, so I guess help, what I'm like just out of curiosity, let's bounce this off of each other because I'm not, I haven't really thought about it. Well, so honestly, I've been thinking about it similarly to the way I think about when we're waiting for a hurricane here in Florida, you know, that there's, you can't, this, I can't stop. Yeah. Right. Like you need to know, right. You need to know the updates. You need to know if the hurricane is coming or is not and when, and that lots of times they're warning you like 10 days ahead. So there's this prolonged time of like, okay, what do I do? Am I buying extra batteries? Am I getting a hotel reservation? Like, and I think, to some degree, that's kind of what Tuesday and whatever goes on there, <laughs> what the next whatever two months kind of feels like. But so what I would say is that, yes, you want to be informed, but we don't have to sit there and watch every minute of, of it unfold. You know, up until however, when was it that they started with the 24-hour news channels? You know, I remember uh. growing up, there, you watch the news at 6 o'clock, like that was it. I think it was 6 and 11 or 6 and something. It was a half an hour, and that was it. You couldn't just sit there literally all day, every day, it's and just same, watch. Yeah. Oh, my I'll try to flip back from one. We know that one's <laughs> Democrat. We know the other one's Republican. Right. And I'll try to flip so, back and forth because I'll get oh, irritated at one, then I'll flip the yeah. other one. I'm irritated at that one. I'm just like, what? I think I would just say that I would say to limit as much as humanly possible. We don't have to see the minute by minute drama. We know that there aren't going to be results until polls are closing. Even then, with all, who knows when. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's really all day. There's just no reason because also everything that you're hearing is speculation, mm-hmm. and nothing fuels anxiety more than speculation, right? That's like that Y2K. part of Right? That's <laughs> Y2K, right? Or that bit when you're waiting for the hurricane. Is it going to come here or is it going to go there? Okay, well, they said it's coming here. Okay, now I'm scared. Okay, they said they're going there. Oh, okay, not. Well, n- nobody knows anything though, right? I mean, we're, everybody's just predicting and speculating. So certainly all day, election day, I would say plan to do a lot of self-care that, and to be away from your phone, away from the media, Go for a walk on the beach, see your friends, work, you know, go about life as planned, do your activities, try to not immerse yourself. And then if it drags on, as it might, for the same thing with that, to go about life as much as you possibly can and to really prioritize all the self-care. Make sure that you're having the alone time that you need, that you're having the no media time that you need, that you're having the friend and connection time that you need, that you're exercising, that you're eating well. Don't, you know, try to get sleep. Don't, you know, be with your family. Live your life, especially now, right? Be responsible for your energy. You could sit there and just be passive and let the energy of this time just really make you an anxious, depressed mess. Or you can be proactive and be responsible for your energy and kind of kick it up a notch. Be extra aware during times of crisis and distress that you have to, this is like, you got to do the full push. You know what I mean? This isn't, this isn't like, okay, well, I'll take a walk next week. No, you're going to walk every day. Get the (laughs) sage out. Yeah. Right. Go sit under a tree. Yeah, do it all. And (laughs) schedule schedule them in. When you're writing the schedule with the kids' activities and the bank and the meetings and this, that, schedule in. Go to the beach. Turn off the media. Meet, you know, schedule in lunches or Zoom calls or write down, text your friend. What, you know, find the funny memes or the sweet videos. Like, really be responsible. The good is out there. 
the good and the calm and the peace yes. is out there, but you have to, or one has to, you, me, everybody, we all have to make the choice to tap into that rather than to tap into the negative. Because right now the negative is so powerful that oh. if you don't consciously choose the positive, the negative will choose you. Yeah. And that's, yeah. You got to cut it. Don't let it in. Don't let it in. So it's protecting and then dis, you know, dissolving, letting go, cutting, right? protecting right. and cutting, protecting and, and yeah. Right. Right. Oh, it's so- and feeding, right? Nourishing, pull in all the good, do the good stuff and let the family see it too. Like tell the family, Hey, we're going to have a picnic on the beach. That way you, we're away from the TD or we're, that's what I was saying about how this has been a little bit of a lost opportunity with mental health this year, you know? Yeah. Be the model for your family of how you get through difficult times. This won't be the last difficult time that we have. Model to your kids that you take care of yourself, that you value mental health, that you recognize mental health. You don't take it for granted. You don't expect yourself to just push through it. You don't expect the world to just make it better for you. You take responsibility for setting your boundaries, bringing in the good and letting go of the bad. Oh, that's awesome. And that being said, Janet, what are you doing next Tuesday at this time? Can we, can <laughs> we know, meet for a walk on the beach? <laughs> I know, yes. Let's go for a walk. I know, I almost, I held it open for a while because I wasn't even sure, like, do I schedule sessions or not? You know what I mean? I we talked about I that wanted, last night. Yeah. I, yeah, I wanted to wait till I got closer because I wasn't sure, like, am I going to need to just, you know, unplug for the day or not and for me I think what feels right for me is my routine Mm -hmm. is it's just a Tuesday right like Mm -hmm. every other Tuesday I go to the office I go to Pilates or I go for my walk and then I go to the office and that's what I'm gonna do but I didn't want to add in any extra things for me you know I was like the little no me too the least amount of time that I have to be on the road the better yes yes because it's you know it's not just me it's aggressive behavior it's going to be an aggressive day I feel for sure yeah aggressive week yeah 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 so (laughs) that being said right we're going to change the world one person at a time and we're going to spread that that love and kindness out there and and, yeah like let's challenge everybody who's listening to this to simply on Tuesday but maybe every day to really like Make it a priority. Own the power that you have in your own life to change not just your life, but the lives around you and really make it a priority to be the light for people, to send that out. You know, maybe we need to do like a random acts of kindness challenge or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you did mention memes. I will tell you guys, I put all your information on how to find you on social media. I always tag you. I always, everything you guys I know, I love that. And I appreciate one, you. One of my biggest mentors. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I, your so, biggest fan. <laughs> but you have the best memes. So you guys, <laughs> you have got to follow Janet. And it is, what is your Instagram? What is your Instagram? The Instagram is Dr. Janet Finneman. It freaking cracks me up every day. Her stories, because she has the best memes. And I'm not even a mom. Some of them have to do with being a mom. But I always have to send her the, the laughing face on the comments on Instagram. So. You do we, have because we memes. need it. Yeah. Because we need it, right? Like, laughter is a mental health intervention. It's very hard to be anxious and depressed when you're just laughing at yourself. And when life gets like this, if you don't 
look for the laughter, you don't find it, right? It's not just out there. You have to look for it. And that's why I just try to blast my story with it so that we can have a break from the heavy. Well, I love it. And I certainly appreciate it. And I appreciate you. you. And Aww. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on here. And, and I know, thank I knew this was going to be a tough, you. <laughs> you know, we discussed and I, you know, I talked to you, Janet, we talked last night and we were like, do we want to put out an episode? And we both agreed. Yes, we are. Yeah. And yeah. it's just going to be about love and kindness. Yes. Yeah. Ah, so you guys, that being said, spread some love. Love yourself, love others, and make it an awesome, awesome, awesome day. Much love. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and please feel free to share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any questions or want to reach out to me, please send me an email at coachnicolewindley at gmail.com. And have an awesome day.